three, two, one, go, and we're live. This is Retrace segment number 99 for Wednesday, December 28th, 2022, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Retrace is about what's going on out there. The short answer to that is computer control. The long answer to that is for another time, maybe Retrace 100 tomorrow. All right. We're at the tail end of the December to Remember Math and Code event in preparation for our study of AIM4E, Artificial Intelligence Modern Approach. Russell and Norvig, I think we need to take stock. I think we need to reflect for a moment on what's become obvious in this uh, December to remember. Really, it was like a late November into December to remember. But anyway, let's not be too precise. Amendment from RE98, Amahandro gives six basic AI drives, not four. I'll talk about that tomorrow. I think tomorrow I'm going to do chat GPT for RE100, and so we'll go more into that. But anyway, I just want to make that point, and then you can see it in retrace notes, the RE98 notes. Um, but I always like to do the corrections promptly. Okay, so let's go to the... It's not a PowerPoint. I hate PowerPoint. This is, uh, this is, this is org mode. Org mode is awesome. PowerPoint is terrible. Um, Okay, well, org mode has its limits, but anyway, that's what we're using. Just in case and just in time. I mean, the question is about what to learn, when to learn it. Really, just in case and just in time. I mean, they're both the same, right? It's both, they're both ways of asking the question. And, and, you know, depending on what your goal is. I don't know what your goal is. I know what my goal is. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, But... We have to prioritize, right? We live in an economic world. We live with constraints. We live with, you know, more desire for more things and desire for more happenings than it's possible to satisfy. So we have to make economic decisions. It's game theory, economic behavior. Um, but it's clear. Okay, so what, what's, what's evident to me so far? Uh, first, the math and the code are not going to stop. Um, this, if you... And, and I never really did, maybe I gave this impression, but I never really did think that, you know, we'd finish it in December. I mean, truth be told, you want a little bit of background on me? Um, the first time I took a stab at AMA, it was 3E, the third edition of Artificial Intelligence and Modern Approach. It's not, it's behind me. It's behind the, the, the black wall. But um, the third edition of this book, uh, and that was 2011, late 2011. And it was, I think it was the coding that got me. I don't think I, you know, it was that, it was that massively open online course with uh, Sebastian Thrun and, and Peter Norvig. Sebastian Thrun and Peter Norvig did the first real MOOC. And it was like they, a million people signed up for it. And like only about a tiny percentage of them actually completed it, according to Bostrom. And I think Bostrom is the one who revealed that. They don't publish it. But anyway, it's the thing that led to Coursera and all that stuff. That course. I was, I, I signed up for that course and I flunked out pretty quickly. Um, so the idea that the math and code uh, is something that you can just sort of have under your fingers or under your belt uh, in advance of a study like this is, is for most people not true. Some people, yeah, okay, but most of us not true at all. doesn't mean uh, that you can't tackle the book. It just means you have to have some sort of strategy or set of strategies for dealing with the math and code. So we front-loaded a lot in December. We got into calculus and we got into you know, a 300-line Python program, and those are the two big uh, projects that we did. Um, that's just going to continue through the book. I mean, it's not the difficulties that we're going to... Difficulties. I'm not going to say challenges, because when people do that, it drives me crazy. It's not a challenge. It's a problem or a difficulty. When you say it's a challenge, you sound like you're bullshitting me. I don't like that. It drives me crazy. The difficulties, the problems that we're going to encounter, 
The things that are going to suddenly out of nowhere stop our momentum or start sucking up all of our energy and time or start making us doubt, should we really keep going, drilling down? We're just so in the weeds. We got things to do and robots are coming. That's all the math and code. It's not the English sentences. It's not the concepts. Those are you sit, lean back in your chair, have a coffee, and you understand them. But you only understand them in the squishy English form. It's when you go try and implement it in Python where you're like, what the hell are we doing? You know, that's okay. So the, so that's going to continue. The math and code um, allocation needs, resource allocation needs are going to continue as we, as we uh, proceed with our deep dive into AMA4E. That's the first thing that's become evident. Um, number two is constraints are severe. I mean, the thing that I'm picturing, like, there's roughly, what did I say? There's like six sections to the book. Six sections, six months, but they're not equally um, voluminous. Sections four and five, which are uncertainty and learning, are the most voluminous. But three and six are pretty up there. One is easy, mostly just squishy English. Um, okay, so, you know, if we say we're going to do one month per section, that's stupid. That's that's dumb effery because uh, because January you're going to get all this un, undue confidence um, because the first section is so easy, et cetera, et cetera. So we need to allocate resources. And the other thing, I think early on I said that um, we were going to use – I don't know if I said this or I just wrote this in private notes, but um, my, my initial idea about how to test for competence, how to, how to use testing as, as a way of calibrating – my sense of um, uh, competence, or, or not my sense of competence, but calibrating my sense with my actual competence was going to be, they have these online exercises. Um, and, you know, short of having a professor and a university and all the, you know, curriculum that goes with being taught AI in a university context, um, uh, you, you know, you have to figure out some way of testing yourself. If you're teaching yourself, you have to test yourself. Uh, so I was going to use the online exercises and sort of surprise myself in the last week of each um, period in each uh, of each section, roughly every four weeks. But it's got to it's got to be elastic because of the different sizes of the sections. I don't think that's going to go well. I think uh, I think examining the exercises early is going to is going to really guide and and accelerate the understanding. In real life, tests do not present themselves in advance. You know, the, the real life tests that you have to pass when the machines are bearing down on us, or or the 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 uh, evil wheel, the evil controllers of the machines are bearing down on us. They're not going to say, "Okay, here's what we're going to do to you guys in three weeks. You better be ready because we're going to get you." No, they're going to just you're going to be sleeping in your bed and you're going to hear a noise outside. And it's going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you don't know whether it's Terminator 1, where he's going to kill you, or Terminator 2, where he's there to help. Okay? So, real-life tests are like that. But not everything is real-life tests. I mean, that's what play is. That's what Legos and childhood is all about. Like, you don't – you can't start with real-world real, real world tests or all the kids would flunk. We'd all be really bummed out, five years, five years old and being killed by Terminators. You know? That's not how we – that's not – we can't do it that way. Okay, so – We'll use the exercises early in each section. We'll really sort of work to the exercises, sort of some, some analog of teaching to the test, teaching ourselves to the test, knowing that te these tests are for calibrating our sense of uh, capacity 
or, or, or competence. Not, they're not the same as the real world tests, and we'll get into that in a second because books are not the real world, okay? Uh, what else is evident? Um, AIMA is not enough and is not a goal. Books are not the real world. So we could be really badass scholars of the most badass textbook and then get out into the real world, as often happens based on my reading of discussions online. Um, students come out of university with uh, some garbage up in them brains. <laughs> it's like I've seen it, and not in AI, not in programming. I've never worked in those professionally. But, um, but everywhere else, you know, oh, you got a degree? Oh, a master's, wow. Why are you such an idiot? So it can't be that, right? We can't be that. We can't be book bookish. We can't be book savvy and, and street foolish. We got to be streetwise in AI. I don't know what that means yet, but we have to be thinking about it. Um, okay. The next point sort of follows on from that. The realness is outside, right? Uh, I mean, it, it, the, like we can think of things like there now there are like O'Reilly books and sorry I keep looking over here but all they're all piled up here right now in preparation for today's segment. Um, between conferences and more practical um, machine learning and AI books and programming books and um, and published papers and and all that stuff, everything short of actually working in the industry, um, you know we can we can draw on those resources to guide our, to calibrate our, not just our sense of competence as we, as we pour through AIMA4E, but also our sense of what, what we, what's, how to interpret and how to integrate AIMA4E into our understanding of the computer control game. You can call it AI if you want. You can call it machine learning if you want. You can call it deep learning if you want to focus on the sexy parts. You can call it table-driven agent if you want to focus on the non-sexy parts. You know, it's it's it doesn't matter what you call it. It's what's going on out there. It's the it's as we've I think we've established more or less. I mean, certainly to our own satisfaction in this organization, um, the current history of our time. The thing that's going on. If you ask the question, what's going on out there, and you you take a really good stab at it, you you know you're, you're satisfied with a close enough. All right, let's get to work before it's too late. Sort of answer. The, the answer is computer control, and there's no computer control without humans yet, but it, things could change. That's, that's the realness. That's um, core mega realness, <laughs> um, and it's, it's out there in the world. It's not in the books, okay? So let's, we'll just keep that firmly in mind. Uh, not that it was not evident before, but it's something that we need to keep firmly in mind. And finally, if it's not obvious, um, I've talked about the downside of collapsing into specialization, um, and I think I've only talked about the downside of it. But obviously, we are collapsing into specialization. Uh, I think what's redeeming about it for the purposes of Retrace as a company in this podcast um, is that we're collapsing into the most general specialization. I think. I mean, the only other one that... I don't think physics would qualify. I don't think mathematics. You couldn't argue that those are the most general. Um, I mean, of course you could argue it, but I think the only other discipline that you could argue is the most 
general specialization is economics. But I won't go into that. But I think it's AI. I think AI is way more general than economics. I don't think you have economics if you don't have intelligence. Um, and I don't think I don't think there's anything interesting about physics if there isn't intelligence in the universe. Certainly, there's like a there's like you know an anthropic bias or selection effect where is there a physics if there are no intelligent beings to observe it or comprehend it? You know, I don't know. I don't tree falling in the woods sort of stuff. Anyway, we've collapsed it. We've collapsed into a specialization, um, but we are. We, we picked the best one. Of course, we picked the best one. Whatever we pick is going to be the best one, right? That's – okay, self-serving reasoning. Um, okay, so all that has become evident during the December to remember. Uh, so which – what math and code do we, do we choose? There's so much to choose from. There's so much – here's the first way you say it. There's so much to choose from. And then the second way you say it is there's so – much to choose from it's overwhelming okay it can be maybe it seems that way to you dear listener it seemed that way to me once as well Uh, but i've always had sort of a a thing for math not again i've said this before but i've never been any good at it it doesn't make it would be like i'm a guitarist i play guitar i'm not bad at guitar um but it would be like if i were a guitarist but i was like i love and i love playing guitar but i was really bad at it that's me in math, okay? Now, the analog breaks down because I think being bad at math, actually, if you can make the time for it and you, uh, and, and you don't in- impose or inflict your bad math on other people um, too early, it actually can make you better at, better at a lot of it in the long run because you can't rely on any of your own gifts. I have no gifts. I cannot rely on any of my own mathematical gifts, nor my coding gifts. I find I've, I have found I don't now, but I when I it took me a long time to learn to program at all, and then and then to learn to do math the same. So anyway, um, in the beginning, it's very intimidating. And the, the point I, I think the the thing that you have to realize when you're faced with any massive body of unfamiliar knowledge like math or like programming or AI is that. Um, nobody knows it all. It wasn't put there by anyone as, as a, as a whole. It was, it's, it's like, it's like being intimidated by a city. Some people are intimidated by cities. They go to New York. It's like, this is too much. I'm overwhelmed. I'm going to, I'm going to somewhere in Vermont. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's fine. But most people, I I think the right answer to a city is just enjoy yourself. Go make it your own. Go find the street and the block and the restaurants that are what you care about and what what matters to you and what makes your life what you want it to be and don't worry about the rest of the city you don't have to go to all the parts that's that's how we need to think about the math and the code there there is a downside to that and we'll talk well let's just talk about it now because i don't even know if uh yeah okay well i'll just do it now okay so title of this episode segment um Jick and JIT. Uh, just in case learning and just in time learning. Or just in case doing and just in time doing sort of stuff. This is this is the idea that um, you can try and learn everything that you think you're going to need. In which case, you're, you know, if you're someone who operates that way and can work that way, then great. But most people can't. They sort of, they need motivation. They have to see like, why, why am I learning this again? This is hard. This is boring. Does this matter? And the answer is often no. Okay, so just in case learning, the argument against it is waste. 
Just-in-time learning is, fixes that by saying, okay, unless we're doing something, I'm not learning the prerequisites for doing it. Okay, so great, you solved the just-in-case problem. Well, but that then, then you don't, you're, on, you're always on shaky ground. You don't know a bunch of foundation stuff. Anyway, that's the general idea. You, you should not pick one or the other. Is, is my message to you. But the best explanation that I have ever heard of just-in-case versus just-in-time learning happens to be in Mathematics for Machine Learning by Desenroth et al. Desenroth? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce German. Um, although he's British, I think. Uh, let us turn to the text. They, they don't call it just-in-case, just-in-time. They call, they call just-in-case bottom-up learning and um, just-in-time top-down. This is from page... Page covered up. Where's the page? Page five. Bottom up. Uh, well, they, two ways to read this book. Okay, they say bottom up. Building up the concepts from foundational to more advanced. This is often pr the preferred approach in more technical fields such as mathematics. This strategy has the advantage that the reader at all times is able to rely on their previously learned concepts. Is able to rely on those things. Unfortunately for a practitioner, many of the uh, foundational concepts are not particularly interesting by themselves. And the lack of motivation means that most foundational definitions are quickly forgotten. Yeah, you can rely on, you can definitely rely on what you retain, but you might run out of motivation and you might not retain things for very long. Okay? So that's the downside of just in case or bottom up learning. Top down, drilling down from practical needs to more basic requirements. Isn't this like 99% of every, certainly math and coding, you know, uh, behavior or, or, or activity by human beings. Um, drilling down from practical needs to more basic uh, requirements. This goal-driven approach has the advantage that the readers know at all times why they need to work on a particular concept and there is a clear path of required knowledge. Excellent. Problem solved. Right? Wrong. The downside of this strategy is that the knowledge is built on, a poten on potentially shaky foundations and the readers have to remember a set of words that they do not have any way of understanding. I think it's that last part. The words you don't have any – it's not that you don't understand the words. You don't have a way of understanding them. You can have a way of understanding a word and still not understand it if you, if you're, if you have the foundations in place to, to understand it. But if you don't have those foundations, then you don't understand the word and have no way of fixing that problem. Okay? So that's the downside of top-down. We need to ping-pong back and forth. There's this thing called pinching. I don't know if they call it pinching, but I call it pinching. Um, Ellenberg, in his How Not to Be Wrong, it's right there on my shelf, but I can't reach it, um, talks about you know proving theorems by day and disproving them by night. You bet you don't ever want to tell yourself – I'm going to prove the. I'm going to prove that n equals np, or I'm going to prove that you got to have to try both. You have to come at it from this direction, and then come at it from this direction, and you need to pinch the truth between your pinchers, your pinchers, pinch the truth. So we're going to pinch our learning between bottom up and top down as best we can, which is why I'm doing a whole segment right now on jick versus jit. I don't like the way those sound. I feel like I'm going to say a word that's gross. Okay. Uh, so, well, let's call it, let's say bottom up and top down. All right. Um, but I like the idea that just in case and just in time are the phrases that I like, but I will not use them as acronyms anymore. Uh, okay. So 
so that's a good explanation of bottom up and top down. Um, let's let's talk about finding the math and code and evidence. This is sort of the top down approach. Okay, so AMA four E obviously uh, there's there, the indications of what sort of math and programming we need. We've already really talked about them in the overview that we did. I just wrote them up here in case we need it. Okay. Um, Good fellow at all. I haven't really talked about this book yet, but this is um, this looms large in our plan. This is 2016, like the transformer architecture is now. GPT almost. I don't even think GPT one was out. Maybe one was out, but I don't think they mention it. Do they mention it? Um, but this is like this is an excellent. Seems to be an excellent. Uh, yikes. Um, the index sucks. It's small. Um, but it's a mathy book, so it's not, I guess it doesn't need. A good index. Uh, let's just see if GPT-1 was a thing. Um, GPU. GPUs were a thing. So it's kind of, it's it's dated. It's 2016, but it's kind of dated. Um, I, I looked to see if they're doing a, a, a second edition. There's no indication of it, but you never know. Um, things are moving too fast for people to write adequate books, honestly, seriously. Like, they, they only do AMA for, they only do AMA every 10 years. Um, and so we're two years into the life of that book, really three years. And uh, the next one, if they continue that pattern, won't be out until 2030. Man, that's going to be fun, isn't it? Oh, I can't wait. Um, so, 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 um, Deep Learning, Goodfellow et al. Uh, and this is online, too, this book. And so is, uh, this, so is uh, Dysenruth, Dysenroth, someone tell me how to pronounce that. These are both online. They don't like scream it, but these are both entirely online. I, I love and I, I am privileged to be able to get the printed versions, but I um, but those are online, c completely online. Um, okay, so that's a good fellow. He gives it linear linear algebra, probability, information theory, and numerical methods. Only information theory and numerical methods are not um, called out by. Uh, by Ama. Okay. Uh, conference proceedings. Just go to re links.retrace.com. Um, let's. Oops. That didn't open in the right profile. So let's go to uh, that one. No. Come on. Why isn't it? It's so not cool. Oh, I can't even get to it. Pete's sake. There. Ah, look at this. Oh, cool. Cool. Uh, th they were having uh, website trouble. Oh, that's that's actually better than the. Um, that's cool. That's a cool 404 page. Before, I couldn't even... I was getting a total failure. I left it up here because I wanted to... Okay, so anyway, links.retrace.com. Um, this sort of stuff, okay? A conference proceedings. Uh, I, I don't have a lot of journals here, but um, anyway. Okay, um, so that, that, that'll, uh, that'll give us more evidence of what we should be... What, how we should prioritize or what should, we should care about. Um, yeah, I know there's no children. That's why I want you to close up. Close up. Stupid. Um, org mode is not perfect. Uh, and then chat, GPT, alpha code, any of the any of the the gangster stuff. Okay, when the when the new systems come online, um, the ones we know about, as we discussed, um, we need to study them. I've started to really dive into chat GPT. There's a lot of dependencies that I haven't satisfied. Like I don't under understand GPT three or two or one. So you know that, and it's built on that. Like seriously. Um, and then there are some there are some um, learning ai learning concepts that i just well i'm like i'm 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 top down learning on those right now so like i have words that i that i i have no way of understanding i use i can use them carefully um but anyway so i'm working on that um 
But that's that's kind of the point. And I've always known that this is how it has to be done in, in the back of my mind, or not in the front of my mind, uh, that we we need to sort of, again, pinch. We go from, you know, AI 101, which is AIM-A4E, and then like the latest DeepMind paper, AI 101, DeepMind paper, AI, okay? But it's not just papers, right? Like we also have to look at the systems that are deployed, and that's a little bit harder because, you know, Netflix writes, they, 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 Netflix people write about how they're, you know, um, using AI to predict what to show you in their list, but um, it's usually several years after it's it's a thing. And but I think conferences will help a lot with that. But I don't know. I'm not in the space yet, but I'm inching my way into the space, the AI space. Okay. Um, so that's finding math and code uh, in evidence, finding our needs in evidence, resources. I just I don't know why I started writing this. This is just a bunch of like, um, yeah, it's just. Yeah, the just books, 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 and then systems that we can use to do some of this. Whoops. Um, so I'm not going to go into that. These are just my books. I don't care. You don't need to um, care about that. And so finally, let's simplify the whole thing. So I would say, first of all, what is our goal? We can't do all this prioritizing and making decisions and planning and all this NI stuff, natural intelligence stuff, SI stuff, strategic intelligence. It's not really strategic until we become an organization and then we have games to play against competing competing entities or agents. Um, but, but uh, well, we are, no, we, we have a plural, we're plural, we're plural over here. So, um, and then, and then AI stuff, obviously. Um, we can't, we can't do all this economic behavior uh, without, a, without a clear goal. And our goal is, as we've stated in the, um, in uh, retrace 22 is where we talked about computer control and computer control being player oriented um, and then learning to play is like re 54 to 56 and maybe 52 just the realization that um, outsiders are not players okay so so that's that's the origin story of our goal we want to change our status from outsider, let's let's write that. Uh, let's see, don't see that. Stat, uh, status, oh geez, status was outsider, non-player. Change to status. So oh, that's a horrible, that's horrible punctuation. But anyway, we'll we'll fix it up for the for the notes. Um, so our goal is to become players in the computer control game, whatever that means. I mean, I, I don't don't be simple minded and think this guy thinks he's gonna be the you know AI kung fu hero. Like, no, I know it's not AI kung fu hero is a cool cool idea. But I think isn't that what the Matrix was? Okay, so it just means we need to get out. We're we're taking we're making decisions and prioritizing and allocating resources and devoting our energy and specializing for the purpose of moving from one classification or one category or set to another we're, we're oh we're, we're doing linear algebra we're jumping we're, we're mapping from one vector space to another vector space um uh we want to move from outsider non-players to insider-ish as, as best as best as possible i don't know how far it's how, how well we're going to succeed but my intention is to succeed wildly um insiders players uh, the game is player oriented. You can't not be on the field if you want 
to do anything other than spectate. I don't want to spectate. That's why I'm doing a podcast. That's why I started a business. I don't want to spectate. Okay? So that's that's that. Uh, but people can have different... You might Your goal just might be to, to not lose your income in the next 20 years. And that's a perfectly legit goal. There are lots of perfectly legit goals for learning artificial intelligence, which we discussed. Come on, we got we to gotta do that one. Uh, notes. What's the one... Uh, to learn AI is here. 17 reasons to learn AI. That's retrace 63. Okay? You don't have to want to be a player in the computer control game. You can have any of these 17 reasons, and perhaps there are others. Retrace 63. Okay? Uh, so then that breaks down into this simplification. Just in case, or bottom up learning, let's, you know, we start with books like. AI 101 in the form of AIMA 4E. Just in time corresponds to conferences and journal papers, public releases like ChatGPT, etc. And then to stay true to our roots and to do the thing we set out to do and not become stupid, as they say Nietzsche said, although he didn't say this, but or I can't find where he said it, but you know, the most common form of human stupidity is forgetting our purposes or forgetting our original intentions. Um, retrace is about what's going on out there. G-O-O-T, going on out there. Um, and the best way for us to continue to um, do that work while we collapse into specialization and while we uh, confront and 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 um, and uh, and accept and, and embrace the the fact that uh, the computer control game is uh, player oriented and outsiders are not players is to continually cross our findings with the hypotheses. Okay, the hypotheses are, are were good, and also the other thing that I, I don't know if I ever pointed this out about the hypotheses, but um, in the form that we left them, we're stuck. I mean, there's no way to make really good progress on those stupid, difficult problems, or, or uh, you know, the problem of checking those hypotheses um, without tools, without advanced machine technology, and also a lot of people, which is why. You know, we started a company because you a company can hire a lot of people, but you can't just you can't just like get your friends together and say, "Hey, let's work on this." Uh, you know, <laughs> all right. So, um, what that means then is sort of like what we're about to do with ChatGPT tomorrow. I'm going to cross the 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 missile. The it's not a vector, although you know you could you could represent it as a vector, but I don't like I don't like vectors being represented as as um, arrows because that's not what they are they're just piles of ordered numbers the arrow thing confuses you as soon as you're not dealing with physics our missile not vector of chat gbt crosses with the 11 12 hypotheses so we're going to talk about that tomorrow um we're going to start to talk about it i don't know if i'll finish talking about it because i have to like i have to know what chat gpt is and i don't and you know i don't because i because i don't well why would i okay that's it. Um, December to remember continues. We're going to, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to do some more math before the end of the year. So we still got a couple days here uh, or some code. Um, but the game starts. The game starts. Not the game. This, this has been, December has been the preseason. It's the preseason. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to say. And I didn't put it in my notes, but I'm glad I remember. The analogy to sports is. You know, bottom-up versus top-down is when you're in the game... Okay, so top-down is like you're in the game. 
I always use football. I love football. I, I play football. That's my that's my thing. Okay, but whatever. It, it, you can use your own sport. Um, the clock is running. There's points are on the board. It's time to to show up. It's time to leave everything on the field. It's time to win or go home. Play hard or go home. That's top down learning. We need to call this play. We need to you know sell out on this run. We need to do whatever it takes to win this game. But as any serious athlete will tell you, games or competitions are won long before they're played or engaged in. Um, you win games in football. You win games during the week. You play them on the weekend or on Friday. Um, it's the same in AI. We've done we've done some uh, some some conditioning this December to remember on math and code. But that doesn't mean we're in shape forever. It doesn't mean we're going to stop doing conditioning during the season. And it doesn't mean that the conditioning alone is sufficient, not even close. That's what this whole segment has been about. So fitness happens beforehand. Before you know, you, If you can outlast your opponent because of your fitness, you've got a much better chance of winning. But no matter how in shape you are, if you can't call plays, if you can't make plays, if you can't do what needs to be done when – the clock is ticking. Um, you know, all you are is just a muscle head. Okay? That's it. Enough. This has been Retrace segment number 99 for December 28th. Uh, same time tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific. All the notes are at retrace.com, R-E-T-R-A-I-C-E.com. And we will see you again tomorrow. Signing off. <laughs>